The Black and White Network now proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now here are the moms. Hello, America. Moms Across America. Welcome. I'm Kathleen Fitzgerald. This is Moms Across America. It is a conservative radio show, and I'm happy to have a special guest, Dan Perkins. Hi, Dan. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. And yourself? I'm doing pretty well. So we're going to talk about today, everybody, um, the cost of inflation. We're going to talk about some of the prices um, that we're seeing and some of our experiences locally and bring it to you. I guess maybe we could offer some solutions too. Maybe I always like to do that. But today, let's just talk about the growing price of inflation and how it's going to affect moms across America and dads too. So, um, so Dan, can you give us an update on um, the Dow index and um, the inflation rate? Because I know that you uh, watch that pretty closely. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Um, the inflation rate came out on Thursday at 7.9, just under 8%, another 40-year high. Gasoline prices continuing to average about $4.20 a gallon nationwide. I saw uh, a, a visual today that uh, gasoline in California is 5.57 a gallon for regular. So they have pretty high taxes. Um, the thing that I was impressed with, uh, and maybe that's the wrong word, in our previous conversation, you told me what it costs to fill your car. And you said, at, now this was before prices went up again, but at, mm -hmm. at a time we talked probably a week ago, you said it was about $105 to fill your tank. How long would that last you in normal driving? About 300 miles, I think. Uh, I think. Um, I've got a pretty large tank. I've got a, a Suburban. And I know that they have a huge campaign out. They don't really want us driving those big rigs. But um, because we're supposed to be going into the build back better, reduce and reuse type of scenario. Um, and so that's not going to get me very long. And thank goodness I'm not commuting to Beaverton anymore. It's about 65 miles one way. So that's 130 miles. So I would probably blow through a tank of gas uh, every two couple days, you know, three days wow. on that level. So my um, it's a it's an increase of about forty dollars more per tank. And um, I did buy a small, very cheap Honda a while back. Everybody kind of laughed at me. Um, but I'm glad I have that because, um, you know, if I have to do any long distance driving, I guess that's what I will be taking for a while. Um, because, you know, I just can't afford to drive around. Um, I do have a, a business in town, but I also have a business lo on location. So I do, will be driving around some, um, so it will affect me, um, my business now. I don't know about you, moms across America, but I'm seeing some alarming 
uh, hikes in prices when you go to the grocery store and things like that, not just the gas prices. But Dan, what I'm concerned about is we're seeing California prices here right here in my hometown. And when they say that average, it seems kind of low. I'm seeing people posting prices as high as $7 a gallon um, right down here in town. Premium is going um, over $5 a gallon here. We've got one gas station on one end of the town at 509. And then we've got one gas station in town uh, two days ago was 469. Now it was last night 479. So I'm not sure where these low average prices are coming from, but I think it's, it's actually a little bit higher. So, so if you could put yourself as you are a mom and think about our listeners, moms across America, with, with a huge percentage of your household income going to pay for increased gas prices and food prices, put a lot of pressure on the budget. And we know that in the vast majority of cases, the moms are the people who are responsible for spending and savings and the checkbooks. What do you think is going on with your, your counterparts all over America? Well, I can only speculate, but my personal experience and people around me, they're having to shuffle their money around. They don't have as much um, free cash to spend on things like entertainment, uh, getting creative on you know your meals, and not being able to go out um, and have meals as much. So you can see how that's going to affect the small business owner in town as well. Um, their prices are going to go up. Food prices are going to go up. As you know, it's pretty expensive to go out and eat nowadays. You know, just me alone, I can drop a forty dollars just on one meal. Um, here. I don't know about you guys, but I know it's getting pretty expensive out there to even have any kind of entertainment. So I think what's going to happen is people are going to, maybe it'll be a good thing, go back to cooking their own meals, not spending as much money on convenience foods, fast foods. And I think that would be a good thing. I think America would be better off uh, if if the McDonald's and the Coca-Colas and all these other companies would get out of America too. I mean, let them go somewhere else because that food is just really bad. So I think maybe this might be a good thing for Americans to get back to a more simpler uh, way of life. And uh, I don't know, that sounds a little bit idealistic because with prices rising, people are gonna have to work harder, work longer. Um, so, you know, I don't really know. I know that there's a lot of people that have gone on assistance, uh, and I don't even know how people can make it on a minimum wage. That is got to be tough. And we've got a lot of people struggling. So what I see happening is communities coming together, people that can grow food and, and raise animals will be. Uh, very important in your community, and you should support them now for sure. Um, maybe people will wake up and start to use their dollars um, as their voting mechanism and choose some better products and better companies to support. You know, um, the Biden administration uh, uh, has a very difficult time, in my opinion, 
telling the truth to the American people. Um, the, uh, the, the chairman of the Federal Reserve Bank uh, said that the inflation last year was transitory and was going to be gone in a few months. Uh, Biden is now saying that, that, that inflation will be gone in a few months. And yesterday before Congress, the Secretary of the Treasury, Janet Yellen, said she thought that inflation would be around for at least another year. What's devastating about the inflation is that if you look, for example, last week on uh, jobs, we created a lot of jobs, but the household income adjusted for inflation went down. So even if you get a raise the, at 7.9, close to 8% and going higher, uh, it's hard to, hard to get ahead if inflation is deteriorating and your, your income and also prices are going up faster than inflation. So it's a, it's a real problem of credibility. And it's been a problem for Biden and his team for a long time. But we, we had, I don't know whether you saw it that this week, we, we saw the Defense Department uh, at odds with the White House. When the White House was talking about the possibility of selling or giving MiGs to uh, Ukraine from Poland, uh, the White House said that they were looking into it and were favorably disposed, and the Defense Department said absolutely not. So um, again, they still don't have their act together, and uh, Biden is talking to Saudi Arabia and Venezuela, and now in conjunction with a new nuclear treaty, Iran, to replace the crude oil that we were getting from uh, Russia. And yet he refuses to look at it within his own boundaries to the resources that we have, where we were once energy dependent not that long ago, and now we're begging foreign organizations that we really shouldn't trust to supply us with more oil. So all of that sends a message to the American people and moms, uh, where is this country going? And it's tough to live in that situation. Yeah, I think people, um, the American people are getting pushed right to the edge. And I believe that they're waking up and realizing that the Build Back Better is marching down their throats, which doesn't have anything to do with building America back better. Um, so everything that you are seeing, folks, is, is a, a dramatic uh, reenactment of a playbook that has been going on for you know a very long time. And so what we have and are facing is critical choices on how we're going to keep our families safe and fed and who we are going to support. And, and then also we have to get pretty busy with getting into our, our local governments and being elected. If you have a good heart and you are a constitutionalist and a patriot, I suggest that you step up to the plate and take some positions. I had no idea, really. I mean, I'm not as political uh, in my life as I am right now in this moment. But the school board, the state health board, critical to keeping your children safe from the tyranny that is happening. And we've got sheriffs 
fourth elections going on right now that are absolutely critical uh, in our community and selecting that constitutional sheriff to ensure that your constitutional rights are protected is, is critical. So we as Americans can't just sit back and expect somebody else to, to bail us out. We have to all pool together. And I think that we're going to do that. I think Americans are pushed to the edge and uh, just have like about a minute and a half. Um, okay. What are your final thoughts on, on this topic? I'm curious about in your, in your locale, what uh, what is the interest in the midterm elections, which are now about eight months away? Uh, are there a lot of people engaged or just a few? What do you think about what's going to happen in the midterms? Well, first of all, first comes to my mind is that the, the Democrats, the left has dominated the scene because they have a system uh, that is not like the constitutional Republicans, I don't think. I think that Republicans are more um, aware, but we don't have as many Republicans stepping up, but we do have some local groups that are gathering and organizing and going to the meetings and reporting back. And, and um, we do have a strong Republican um, group here in, in Skamania County, but I would like to see it grow more and more. I think that uh, people are not realizing just exactly what's been slipping away, but I think they are, are, are becoming aware of that. So, well, we've got to take a little break. Let's go um, to our sponsor and uh, we'll see you in, in just a minute. Thank you. Hello, this is Dan Perkins, co-host of Black and White Network, here to tell you about my latest book, Sad Eyes. This is a story of Mary Margaret Murphy, our red-haired, green-eyed, gorgeous Irish lass born in Waterloo, Iowa in 1916. Incredibly capable and talented woman who wants to make the world a better place. She knew at a very early age she didn't want to live in Waterloo, but she knew what she wanted to do and she wanted to be a nurse. She did her homework and found the best place to learn to be a nurse was in Chicago, Illinois. Side Eyes is her adventure, growing and maturing in the face of adversity to become a very powerful voice in the American military during World War II. But it's also about her personal life and finding the love of her life for a fleeting moment. Side Eyes is available at hollismedia.net, amazon.com, and Barnes and & Noble, and through your local bookstore. Enjoy the read. Well, thank you. Welcome back to the second half of Moms Across America. I have my special guest, Dan Perkins, today. So, Dan, what do you think is going on in Ukraine, really? Why is Biden doing what he is doing? You know, it's a great question because I, I wrote numerous commentaries for some time. Why was it, um, and I know what I'm about to say is, going to be sound a little harsh but i believe it to be true when when the president made the decision that he was going to oppose the oil embargo from russia to the united states i believe he violated the constitution he was doing business with aid and comfort to the enemy 
he was supplying him billions of dollars by buying his oil and oil products and shipping them to the United States. Um, and, and I think there's been so mis, much misrepresentation as to what, what was going. I, I've seen everywhere from 600,000 barrels a day to 100,000 barrels a day. And the guy who reported the $100,000 a bale obviously has no idea what he's talking about. When, when Putin went into the Ukraine, Russia was exporting to the United States 150 to 200,000 barrels of crude oil and 500,000 barrels of refined product. In that refined product, Kathleen, is gasoline. Jen Psaki, again, lying to the American people, said that Russia was only about 10% of the oil supply. Well, the, the reality, Russia was supplying 21% of the gasoline going into American cars. Not 10%, 21%. And so uh, there, that's a much bigger deal than the administration is willing to admit to the American people. Hence, we had this conflict within the administration where Biden was reaching out to Saudi Arabia who, to ask them to pump more oil to ship to the United States, which by the way, the king has refused to take his phone call. And he went to Venezuela and he went to Iran and part of the, the new nuclear deal that he's trying to get done is that they would supply us with crude oil. Now we're, we're, we're going into a situation where we, we know we have the proven reserves in the ground in the United States, but he would much rather spend American dollars to go overseas and buy from our adversaries than put people to work and develop them the, redeveloping the resources in the United States. There is something, Kathleen, very wrong with that picture. And in a recent commentary, I talked about this is giving aid and comfort to the enemy because we're giving him the money to fund his war at the Ukraine, killing innocent women and children and men and destroying property. And I don't understand the ambivalence of our country. I mean, the idea that we wanna stop Poland from allowing MiGs that they have to be given to the Ukrainian Air Force to help defend themselves against the Russians makes no sense. The, the foreign policy of this country makes absolutely no sense. And people's lives and property are being destroyed while we are ambivalent and, and not really doing anything. I mean, we've, we've shut down, we supposedly shut down their monetary system, except they're going through the Bank of China now. And they don't, Visa and MasterCard, Kathleen, canceled all the relationships in Russia. And the equivalent of Visa and MasterCard in China were in business and had ATM machines operating within days after that happened. So the, the Russians have moved their banking away from the SWIFT system to the system that they have, which is their equivalent to SWIFT, and provided a place for Russia to get money and a place for Russia to sell the oil that we're not shipping to the United States. So it's, it's, it's an absolute mess, and we have no leadership in our government 
who knows how to deal with this. That's a lot. So, well, <laughs> I have an opinion that's pretty strong um, okay. based, based on my research about um, the, the Zionists, I'll just say, um, I'll be quite frank. Uh, I really truly believe that Russia is, I've had some visions about Putin and I don't know, but I don't think he's the enemy. The real true enemy is the super government of Zion. And this is nothing new, bombing and starving people out. They've been doing it for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But right now, Ukraine, from what I understand, is a hotbed for the super government of Zion, the banksters. It's a hotbed for child trafficking, human trafficking. There are several bioweapons in Ukraine. And, you know, Putin was asked to go to some regions because Ukrainian soldiers, which are funded by the super government in Zion, um, he was asked to go in and, and protect those people. So he was asked to go into some of those regions. I do not believe that he is doing, Russia is actually doing the things that the super government of Zion wants you to believe. Now, maybe this is a double quadruple uh, trick. Maybe it's all by design. I don't know. But what it looks like is that uh, everyone is against Putin, just like they were against Trump. And when the super government of Zion gets onto something, they are relentless. We have a CIA coming out apologizing for some of the deaths of uh, some of these high-ranking intelligence officers, which I think are, you know, agents. We have a CIA coming up and supporting and, and talking and advocating for Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have to really wonder. We're not being told the truth. And I think that he is actually, it's possible that um, Putin is, is facing the world, the whole world's against him because we have a communist, Nazi, Marxist, fascist, socialist regime that is taking over our government. The United States of America has been taken over and now is the mouthpiece for, unfortunately, the banksters, the cartel. So what are we going to do as Americans? That's the question. How are we going to get our country back? Because who's at the helm is not for the American people or, or even the people of the world. These people have no souls. They have no regard to human life. It's greed, power, and money that they've been promised, which in the end will not get as well. They will be the ultimate victims as well. So everything that's happening is constructed and fabricated for their own future benefit. The smart cities, the build back better, the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the Bill Gates, all these people, they want to ram America down into the ground. They want to take their way of life 
and put us into a third world country. And you know what? What? Nelson was used in Russia and then they put Putin in place and look what he's done to the, for the country. Look what he's done in just a short amount of time. And so Trump was trying to do that, I believe, in this country. And they got rid of him. And they put in a puppet for our government. And so that's why you see all this stuff happening. All of it against the Constitution, against America, against Americans. So that's what I believe. Now, the shakeout is everything you talked about, the high prices, the oil, all the manipulation on a global scale. Uh, that's what they want. And I don't know if they're going to stop. Somehow, Americans have to dig their feet into the ground and say, no more Hot Pockets, no more McDonald's. We're not going to buy these products. We're not going to feed these giant corporations that basically determine and mandate through the government, through the government, super government of Zion. I mean, how much are Americans going to put up with this? My question, you know. Uh, that's, and, and, and further, your question is, what can we do about it? And that's, that's something that I've been writing about on several occasions. If you think about it, <clears throat> we have a midterm election in November, and that's very likely to swing the makeup of the House and the Senate from the Democratic Party to the Republican controlled. And I don't mean to be facetious when I say this, so what? Because Joe Biden and his operatives control the White House and the administrative function and the financial function of the federal government. As we learned with Barack Obama, he said to the American people and more specifically to the Congress, I got a pen and I got a phone and I can do whatever I want to do. I don't need the Congress to do things. <clears throat> so Biden, mm-hmm. Biden is clearly doing that. He did it on the very first day when he suspended all of these uh, executive orders. <clears throat> and yet there is, a, there is a percentage of Americans, uh, I think it's now around 35% who agree with what he's doing. 65% yeah. don't. But I, I, I question <clears throat> I question the polling data because if those 35% believe he's doing a great job, they must not be driving cars and they must not eat very much and they must not go anywhere. So that the, the impact of the yeah, inflation- Yeah, I could tell you. Yeah, sorry, I can say, just interrupt you, that I know right where they live and how they live. They're under water restrictions. They um, are very conserved, like they don't use, they wear their masks, they get all their shots and their boosters and everything, and they do exactly as they're told. That's the 35%. But the 35% is not sufficient. But, but the, the issue, and I know we've only got about a minute left, uh, the issue is that <clears throat> even if we take over the House and the Senate, we'll have functionally two more years of the Biden administration to continue to do damage uh, unless either Kamala takes him out. And I can't imagine that the Democratic leadership want her as president, number one. And number two, um, whether he's impeached. If you get a new Senate and the House, there's a possibility that there's a possible impeachment. And that's how you get rid of him. But 
again, if you get rid of him, you got Kamala and you're going to have to do a double impeachment. So I don't think that the American people yet understand how how between a rock and a hard place really were we really are because we're just over the first year of a four year run of the Biden administration. And I think we're out of time. Well, unfortunately, I just got a couple seconds left. Thank you, Dan, for being on the show. We really appreciate all of your knowledge and everything you're sharing with uh, moms across America. Um, everybody, you stay safe. God bless you. And we'll be back next time. And remember, moms across America, you are America. Hello, this is Dan Perkins, co-host of Black and White Network, here to tell you about my latest book, Sad Eyes. This is a story of Mary Margaret Murphy, our red-haired, green-eyed, gorgeous Irish lass born in Waterloo, Iowa in 1916. Incredibly capable and talented woman who wants to make the world a better place. She knew at a very early age she didn't want to live in Waterloo, but she knew what she wanted to do and she wanted to be a nurse. She did her homework and found the best place to learn to be a nurse was in Chicago, Illinois. Side Eyes is her adventure, growing and maturing in the face of adversity to become a very powerful voice in the American military during World War II. But it's also about her personal life and finding the love of her life for a fleeting moment. Sad Eyes is available at hollismedia.net, amazon.com, and Barnes and & Noble, and through your local bookstore. Enjoy the read. If you are interested in reaching our vast black and white network audience with your products or services, then contact Hollis Media Group at 1-855-673-8635. That's 1-855-673-8635 for more information on this great opportunity.